right. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this electrifying, invigorating episode of the Geek Garage podcast, the most inclusive and accessible nerd culture audio program on the interwebs. I'm your host, David Dassaw, and joined with me, as per usual, is my sexy and sultry co-host, Mr. Zach Wills. How you doing, Zach Wills? I'm hanging in there, buddy. Yeah? <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. Uh, you got, you got a lot going on right now. You got, uh, a brand, uh, you got a renovated, um, office studio. space. Yeah. I built right? a, I yeah. built a studio just for podcasting. That's what the echo is yeah. about. Just want mm-hmm. everybody to know how successful of a podcaster I am. I built my own studio. Yeah. Yep. God damn right. You did. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not a sunroom. <laughs> It's definitely not a room we were going to do anyway. I built it just for the podcast. And I apologize for the echo because it is all glass in here. (laughs) Did not think that through. Nah. Nah. It's uh, it's totally cool. Um, It looks good. Like I said, that's really what's important at the end of the day, you know. That's what's important. It's just that it looks good. So it's been a pain in the ass um, getting it done. A- I'm glad it's done. Yeah, we actually just had um, the the downstairs painted uh, of our house. Um, we still have one more room left, and that is my office. Uh, but uh, yeah, once that is done, then um, then yeah, the whole house uh, or the downstairs should be done at least. And it looks uh, looks pretty good. Um, you, uh, it's you hired weird. it out, or you do it yourself? Yeah, nah. We we just don't have the time or energy to do it ourselves, and yeah, it would have looked like garbage go. anyways. So there we you just go. hired someone who knows what they're doing. Um, <laughs> you reach a you reach a point in your life and your career where you're like, nah. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, exactly. It, but I like I find that comforting that I have reached that level of peak adulthood where I can now recognize beforehand the tasks that are going to go to shit very quickly (laughs) if I try and do them myself. Whereas if I just hire someone to Mm -hmm. do that for me, see, I'm uh, such a cheap bastard. I looked at this back here and I was like, you know, maybe just maybe. And then I watched these guys, this team of like six, and what it took mm. to get this done properly? No way, no fucking way. Yeah, um, no. there's a uh, there's a lot of people in our neighborhood who have uh, put either pergolas or just full coverings uh, on their back patio because a lot of houses, including mine, came with a you know a co- uh, a covering or an awning of some sort over mm-hmm. uh, at least part of the patio so you get some shade in the summer but a lot of houses didn't for whatever reason it's it just you know part of the floor plan just didn't cover it so a lot of people uh, that didn't get that have gone to the lengths of hiring out people and one of those was my next door neighbor and they spent like twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars like it it's just a covering it, it's it's nothing special it's just like posts and like it's not even screened in it's just basically like a roof over the porch and i was like what the fuck man dude this um this is like a 
I don't know, a 10 by 12 space. And I had to do it two times for our side and my parents' side. It cost me 30. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Stuff, stuff is just expensive, man. Yeah. I, I, um, I didn't throw like 30 grand cash at it. I mean, we tapped equity that we already had built into the home. Sure. But doing, right, doing anything yeah. is just expensive right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, uh, like you said, um, I think lumber has to do with it. Like if you go to Home Depot or Lowe's, like and look at lumber prices, I mean, uh, unless you're already familiar with lumber prices, it's not going to mean much, but just know that lumber prices are uh, a lot more than they usually are now. So, Mm -hmm. And everything is delayed. This was supposed to be done back in October, but everything's so delayed because of the supply chain issues. Oh uh, yeah. Um, there's a lot of that too, man. Um, yeah, I know one of my old coworkers, he waited about a year for, uh, a replacement for his French doors leading out to his Jesus. Back, uh, backyard. Yeah. A full year to like, he ordered it, paid for him and everything. And it took uh, a full 12 months to get the doors in and get them out to install it. Dude, that's what took so long with this is these fucking doors. I don't know what about the doors, but that's what took so long. And they're not even the doors I ordered. They're the wrong size, but they made it work. <laughs> like Classic. Yeah, per, whatever. I was just like, fucking put them in, put them in. Well, welcome to the Home Improvement Podcast with David and Zach. <laughs> Tim Allen, you suck, but your show was kind of funny when I was a kid. Uh yeah. What did, what did he do again? Did, is he just he an said, asshole? He, yeah, he just said some dumb shit. Yeah, was, I don't know. I love. I still watch the Santa Claus around Christmas time. So it is. Right. It is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's the Santa Claus. You can't not watch it. So I could. Uh, I could, but. yeah. Um, so today we are doing a uh, a roundup of all all the nerdy news that we could find. And bringing you the appropriately titled Nerdy News Updates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that we could um, find or just whatever wandered into my field of vision. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so get ready. Strap in. Strap on. Strap your balls in. <laughs> get it wet. <laughs> Fuck. It's not dirty. <laughs> Just get it wet. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Just um, get it wet. Hey, get it wet. Yeah. So speaking of news, uh, what what else is uh, what else is going on in your life, Zach? What have you been up to? Have you been watching anything recently? I watched anything uh, new? Encanto for about the 50th time. Oh, yeah. That's is my, the, the little kid loving f- that? I love it. It's my new favorite movie. <laughs> I mean, have you, have you seen that one yet? I I haven't, but you and everyone out. else. I I've had so many things to catch up on, um, and uh, I will eventually get to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've been. It's on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do do uh, your kids like uh, the Disney Pixar stuff? They yeah. Uh, so Charlie, he doesn't like all of it. I think that's mostly because he's only experienced um, Toy Story and Cars. That's mm-hmm. like his jam right there. Like he doesn't really watch any other Pixar stuff except for Toy Story and Cars. And he loves 
he loves like Toy Story one and he he's obsessed with Toy Story four right now. Um, I think he likes Duke Kaboom. Like, okay. <laughs> he just got a Duke Kaboom Lego set the other day. And so like all day he was like, Duke Kaboom, Duke Kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> like running around the house with a little Duke Kaboom Lego man. And I was like, Duke Kaboom. What about, it's uh, pretty cute. What about Aaron? Does she like him? Uh, oh yeah. She, um, so, uh, this is kind of a, a messed up story, but, uh, Say makes it. it sound like it makes, makes it sound like shitheads. Uh, but <laughs> so we, I'm listening. Um, we put her down for uh, a nap. Um, mm-hmm. we put both kids down for a nap. This was back when frozen two had just recently, come out on disney plus mm-hmm. and we're like oh maybe she'll like you know frozen and frozen 2 and so we put on frozen 2 we had not watched frozen 2 yet we had both seen frozen 1 um i had seen it several thousand times um against my will um and i like but, frozen i like all the disney movies i don't know but I had heard horrendous things about Frozen 2 in terms of it just being straight up fucking sad. I still have not seen it because mm. I just, I, I, I yeah. you yeah. know, I'm not interested in being sad right now. <laughs> um, and so we put it on for her and like an hour and a half later, like we just hear this wailing bawling coming from her room and she's just like sitting on the floor like just bawling her eyes oh, out no and we're like trying to figure out if she, maybe she hurt herself or or what but like we we didn't hear her jumping around um so you know we did we didn't see any bruises or cuts or anything and so we just like that's this fucked up movie <laughs> it's the movie that's what did it <laughs> So, uh, yeah, um, fuck frozen. No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> no, but, um, uh, f- actually my first little bit of a uh, news update was, and I just found this out before I logged on. Speaking of Encanto, uh, the song, uh, we don't talk about Bruno written by Lynn Manuel Miranda and all the music I think was written by him, uh, got number one on the billboard. Nice. Top 100. Yeah. Yeah, I know there's a lot of buzz around that song. Um, the whole score, I, every song is just fire. I don't if you're yeah. into like the Disney stuff, it's it's so good. Yeah, right. Yeah, all like I said, I'll I'll get to it eventually. Um, I don't know. I I'd like to watch it with the kids, but their attention span is so short. I feel like we'd put it on, they'd watch maybe the first five minutes, and then I'd be like sitting there watching it by myself, and which. <laughs> Would be fine. Uh, I wouldn't have a problem with that, but you know, it's uh, whatever. Anyways, um, so uh, what do you what do you want to get into first? Mm. Let's just run down the notes. Okay. Well, uh, one of the most uh, recent stories that has come across the uh, the the airwaves, the the social media sphere and the internet sphere is that uh, Sony acquired Bungie. Uh, I, uh, if you're not familiar with Bungie, they were the original developers for uh, Halo and Destiny. 
uh, as okay. well as uh, a couple other games. Uh, I played Halo a shit ton, um, like uh, around the Halo 3, Halo ODST era, but anything after that, I wasn't really heavily involved in, mostly because I traded my Xbox away (laughs) to to get some spare cash, just for cash. I was like, I I need the cash. Um, I I mean, this was the Olive Garden days. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I was bringing home like $15,000 a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like piss poor money. I get um, it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I thought that was interesting that Sony acquired it. Uh, every, every article that I came across on Facebook, there was like love reacts and then laugh reacts. I was like, I always want to know like why people are laughing at something like yes yeah, i don't something I think, serious like this doesn't like, ma- i think there's just dicks everywhere <laughs> no, ma- no matter what I, it I th- is that is accurate no matter what it is you're just gonna be one asshole <laughs> yeah you just have to accept that so i don't understand why this is important i don't get it, it I, i'm i'm outside of this world entirely um i i honestly don't know either um i mean i i kind of i kind of do but like Bungie for a while was really only developing games for Xbox and, and Xbox is a Microsoft product. So for Bungie to be purchased by Sony and Sony makes PlayStation, is it like, mm-hmm. okay, now is like Halo going to be on X or PlayStation? Like, I, guess. I don't know. Maybe, like it's like I, Disney I, buying star Wars, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, you and me are almost one of the same when it comes to video games. Like we're casual gamers. I'm all about the switch. Like mm-hmm. I have a PlayStation four and a couple games. Um, I played Spider-Man until the wheels fell off. Like <laughs> that game, like rocked my shit. I, I loved it. And I, I did that with like Zelda. A, yeah. Yeah. I played it for like a year and a half until I just got so sick of it. I <laughs> didn't want to see it anymore. <laughs> um, so uh, well it must be a pretty yeah. big deal for a price tag of 3.6 billion dollars yeah yeah um it's uh it, one of the one of the guys what, what was his name um christopher dring um he was a writer for uh gamesindustry.biz uh he had a tweet where he stated that there was um that uh, he clarified the motivation of um the this purchase and it wasn't influenced at all by microsoft's uh purchase of activision blizzard mm-hmm. uh, a week or two ago um so that's that's interesting apparently hmm. this had been in the works for several months whereas um i don't know microsoft purchase of activision blizzard might have been more of a uh reactive kind of thing i i don't know if you had heard anything about the the stuff that's been going on with Activision Blizzard? Or, mm-hmm. Well, I, I think it's stuff that has been uh, it's been a system. Is it systematic or systemic? I no one's quite sure. Between no one yeah. does. Uh, it's provocative. Um, <laughs> it's been an a ongoing issue apparently for for a long time now. But um, the mistreatment of women in the workplace there. Oh, fun. Yeah, so um, real pieces of shit at work, um, I, I believe. 
And so uh, I, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, I don't but know. Um, I, I know that uh, some people lost their jobs as they should have for sexual harassment, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, don't touch people. Don't say things yeah. you shouldn't say to people. I don't understand how that's so hard. Yeah. Like, Hey, how about you treat the women in the, in your workplace with kindness and respect and don't be a fucking asshole. Nah. <laughs> like how? Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm just gonna like diddle all my coworkers <laughs> and like back them literally into a closet. You're like, hey, have you ever been in this closet before? Jesus. You're like, get the fuck out of my face, you fucking neckbeard. It's so, I don't understand how people still get nailed for this. So many people have gone down for being this particular brand of asshole. And yeah. you're still gonna do it. <laughs> okay. You know, at that point, professional Darwinism. Bye. Yeah. Uh, did you ever own any of those Darwin Award books or, or read through them at all? No, I didn't know they made. You know books. what I'm talking about? No, really? Yeah, they. Uh, you should be able to find them still if you go into the comedy section at the bookstore where they have like George Carlin's books and like mm-hmm. you know memoirs written by comedians and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they're they're called the Darwin Awards, and it's just people <laughs> who accidentally killed themselves. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're amazing. Like back in, they've been around like so long that I remember reading them in high school. Um, because a friend of mine turned me on to them, and uh, goddamn, they were just so fucking funny. Like, I, I mean, you know, it's it's kind of sick to and twisted to get you know humor out of like people. Like, it's not Beefing made it. up. Yeah. No, I, yeah, it's, it's not like the onion. It's actual real people that died, like trying to fry a turkey indoors or some shit. God, I mean, look, you got to find humor in the dark places. And honestly, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Objectively, like you weren't personally affected by any of this. I don't yeah. see any problem with it, I guess. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, let's see. Up next, uh, this hit just today. Uh, a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre on the horizon. New nope. uh, Zach. I, I yeah, uh, Zach. I know you're not the world's uh, biggest horror movie fan. I saw for... the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was probably 14 or 15 years old, and I am mm. still scarred by that movie. Really. Yes. So, so that one got you good. Eh? I can still vividly remember scenes from that movie. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, it got me good. It got me good. So, <laughs> I, and I think I saw parts of the remake just because it was a group thing, and they were watching it, and I was turning mm-hmm. my head most of the time. <laughs> Do you remember exactly what uh, what was so upsetting for you? Yes, for the yes. for the original. Was, yes, it, was it the family dinner scene? No, it, no, it was. Um, <laughs> first of all, I don't like gore in general, but it was this one scene where one of the Fred from Scooby-Doo types was walking through the house, right? Mm-hmm. And there's this surprise moment where this steel door, I think it is, just slams open. And mm-hmm. the Leatherface character comes down on him, I think, with some sort of large knife or machete and hits him like right in the trap area. And the guy yeah. goes down and just like starts like seizing on the ground. Ugh, visceral right, scene. Yeah. 
And there was a other scene with the meat hook where the Leatherface character puts somebody up on the hook through the back. Yeah. And the person is like hanging on the hook. Like that just mm-hmm. ruined me. And you're talking yeah, about was- a kid who never delved into the horror genre on his own, but was <laughs> dating someone that did. And that sure. was my first open door moment to the horror world, which is arguably one of the worst fucking movies to introduce or one of the best, depending on how you look at it. The horror right. genre. It was so bad. And I still vividly remember those two scenes and I can't, I just fucking can't. Yeah. Um, I, th- that's totally understandable. And that's, uh, that's a pretty pivotal age to watch that kind of movie. Yeah. Um, because you're still young enough to like, kind of, uh, be able to wave off the whole like oh it was made in the 70s like you you know that, that kind of stuff wouldn't really bother you if that tends to bother you nowadays like you know when you're older like oh this was made like you know a long time ago you know give me the new shit um yeah i remember watching it for the first time i don't know maybe like five years ago and i didn't really get it like i i had one good laugh for whenever the guy in the wheelchair in the wheelchair like fell down the the ramp and out of the wheelchair. I don't know why that's this shit is always fucking funny to me. Like especially in horror movies, like when people fall out of wheelchairs or like fall down like in uh in Friday the 13th 2 when um the the ex football player that uh, I don't know, he got hit by a car or some shit and so now he's not in a wheelchair and he gets a fucking machete to the face by Jason and he rolls backwards down a flight of stairs. <laughs> so fucking they, they, they didn't have to me. make him roll backwards down the stairs, but they chose that. <laughs> they, did, they did. And it's, it's this fantastic long shot, like shot from afar. Like <laughs> it looked like it was shot on the other side of the lake. <laughs> kind of like how they filmed that one scene that that Paul Rudd would always show whenever he was promoting a new movie or whatever, yeah, 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 like yeah, the, yeah. that scene from Mac and Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Um. Yeah. So yeah. So Texas Chainsaw a <laughs> new movie, new comedy uh, coming out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Comedy. It's your old boy Leatherface. <laughs> um. But got? no, it's coming to Netflix sometime this year, uh, I believe. Um, not, I, I don't think there's a release date yet, but we are led to believe that it is this year. Um, and I think uh, it, it's supposed to be a direct like sequel or requel to the 1974 original. Now, there's been like sequels and reboots and all kinds of shit happening that's happened in between the original and now and stuff that's like retconned everything that's come before it. So I don't know if this is supposed to retcon like everything uh, or what, but regardless, I'm into it. You know, I like this franchise. So um, Kim uh, Henkel, who helped co-wrote the original, uh, is returning um, as well as Fide Alvarez who wrote uh, Don't Breathe and the 2000 version 2013 version of Evil Dead which I actually like better than the original um, so horror fans 
please don't come after me for making that statement. Um, I, uh, I promise I have good intentions. I just enjoyed that one a little bit more. Um, anyways, um, bounce, let's, let's bounce it back to you, Zach. Do you have anything? Um, I got a couple more things, but I wanted to, uh... I guess the most interesting thing was Daniel Radcliffe is starting production in a, this month they're starting production in a weird Al biopic. Yeah, I am so pumped about that. Which I don't even know how to feel about that. I talk about range, I guess. I don't. (laughs) Um, Harry Potter to Weird Al Yankovic. He's really going to define our entire childhood, isn't he? He's just going (laughs) to do everything from the millennial childhood. uh, Weird Al was actually one of the very first CDs that I ever owned. Yeah, me too. I think Um, a lot of kids. Just because it was yeah. like, that, that stupid middle school humor that everybody loved. Yeah, it was like so silly and stupid. Like Bad Hair Day, I think, was the album that I owned. I um, had Running With Scissors. Yeah, I was about to say Running With Scissors, I know, is a big one. Um, that was right around the time where he did that the Star Wars prequel parody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, in the Jedi that I admire most, met mm-hmm. up with Darth Maul and now he's toast. So I'm alive and he's a ghost. I guess, I guess so, I'll it's train so this boy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I love, I loved that song Albuquerque of his, it's like a 13 minute song. If I remember right, it's super long, but for some oh, reason yeah. I, ju- I just loved it as a kid. Apparently he's amazing live. Like I've heard nothing but great things about his live performance. So story time, well, you, you, you know, Michael painter or mutual buddy, I guess mm-hmm. yeah. he, when I met them, the first time I met them was at a local brewery here. I was sitting to her left, his wife uh, in between us and him on the far side. That day, we all ended up buying tickets to see Weird Al Yankovic because he was coming to the area. And I ended okay. up not being able to go because I had to do some kind of work thing that I couldn't like move mm-hmm. or reschedule. But they yeah. went and they said it was amazing. Yeah. Um that it's not surprising. I've heard nothing but good things. Um, so I mean, I'm not like the biggest weird Al fan. Like I don't, I can't remember the last time I listened to his music. I might've been in ninth grade. (laughs) No, it's not like for, I think when you get older, unless it's like a nostalgic, ironic type thing. I don't know. I don't know what he's done recently. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know either. He still looks like he's 35 years old. Like he did did make an appearance. Um, in the McElroy brothers who do like my brother, my brother and me, they did like a TV show with CISO, like this silly, goofy thing, but he actually made an appearance in that. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say Macklemore. I was like, Macklemore. wow, that's <laughs> yeah. a- weird. Alan Macklemore collabing. I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, that'd that be kind of cool. Actually. That kind of fits now that I say it out loud. <laughs> right. I actually, I, I really liked Macklemore. I know like the thrift shop song got played like way too much when it first came out, but um, I liked everything else that he did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was, uh, it was fun. It's like rap for people that don't <laughs> listen to rap on a regular basis. It's like white boy rap. Yeah, <laughs> Admittedly. Yeah. It's, it was fun. It was, it was fun. Yeah. I don't know if he's done anything. What, 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 what? Yeah. what? 
what, what, what? Me and my buddy used to goof off to that. People like, damn, that's a cold-ass honky. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyways, um, Loki season two is apparently going to start filming this summer in London. Filming? Uh, Yes. So how far off is that? (laughs) It's this summer. I know, but I mean, like, till you actually get to see it released, that's a long time. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I loved loved the series. It was pretty damn good. It was so good. For somebody that wasn't into the Marvel stuff to actually be able to dip into this without having to have watched all the previous stuff, it it got me hooked so good. I I watched it. Yeah. I marathoned it. Yeah. Um, did uh did the beginning of it make any more sense uh since it, you've now seen Avengers 2012? Yeah, well they do kind of like fill you in a little bit through context right. clues and they do like one yeah. or two little flashbacks or whatever but yeah. So good. I I guess you did kind of get a spoiler for uh, mm-hmm. what happens when Avengers uh Infinity War. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um so that I guess that's unfortunate for you, but you know, I I, I know you're ruin it entirely. Like I I still don't know how it plays out. I just know that things are, I don't know why things are right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I I mean, if, uh, depending on how much of a fan of like the character Loki you are, or if you're mostly a fan of the show, we will get to see Loki in some form or fashion in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which is pretty cool. What's that? Um, it's the new Doctor Strange movie that's coming out in May. Hmm. I saw the first one. You did? I did actually see that one, yeah. Interesting. I like that's that one. A, uh, that's kind of that's interesting uh, in, in your your Marvel journey where you haven't seen most of them, but you have seen Dr. Strange. Mm-hmm. Me and I the wife watched that, that one. Okay. I find that I don't remember why or strange. how, but strange. <laughs> I remember um, <laughs> he has this like case or this box that's made for watches that continually spins. And I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I don't own any expensive yeah. watches and I would never buy one, but I thought that was really neat. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I remember going into it with little expectations. I was like, uh, you know, I don't know anything about Dr. Strange. It kind of looks cool, but I doubt I'll get anything out of it. I ended up really liking it. And of course, Mads Mikkelsen was fucking awesome in it. Um, he plays Benadryl cucumber bat. patch. <laughs> um, yeah, he, of course. Yeah. He's, he plays like a, you know, definitely like a, Tony Stark type character, but um, yeah, I, I got, I got some well, Tony Stark vibes, but yeah, he, he I mean, played uh, more of a, um, more of a, I don't want to say like a coming up more like a, he got humbled. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. went from like Tony Stark to Mr. Miyagi almost. Yeah. It was like a uh, complete 180. Yeah. Right. Where uh, like, most of his life was based around science and now it's magic. So yeah, in a way, yeah, in in a way, interesting shift. Whereas like 
really the the only thing you could argue is is kind of similar for Iron Man is that he even though he he didn't um I was going to say didn't have any kids that's not true but um you know he becomes like Hang a mentor what? to uh he becomes like a mentor to Peter No, he Parker. had kids. Uh yeah, that's why I said never mind. Oh, well, don't <laughs> because that's, damn it. All right, never mind, never mind, never mind. He doesn't have any kids. I'm Fine. just I'm I'm damn it. see I'm I ruined it for myself. But I was thinking more of um <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. No, I was I was thinking more of like he goes from like this arrogance money-driven lifestyle character to this humble more i guess soulful and more <clears throat> i don't want to say like crunchy but more like this more grounded character mm-hmm. whereas yeah, iron man uh, he pretty much stayed tony stark throughout he's still playing he's, Tony Stark. yeah he's very much like that in the comic books too like the run that i'm reading he is still like playboy like he's not uh he's not tied down by pepper like pepper is uh i don't know what she's doing um i don't know if she's dating someone else or married to someone else but um tony is definitely alone so he's he's still like you know saving the world but just nailing chicks left and right so (laughs) jesus all right yeah it's uh it's it's pretty humorous Nailing babes, finger Nailing blasting. babes, and they wonder why it appeals to the neckbeards. Okay, right? Yeah, neckbeards. That's such a great term. I love it. You can just see it in uh, your mind. Yeah. Um. I uh, throughout my my research of planning the trip to Universal in the Harry Potter world. Oh yeah, good idea. Uh, this this May, um, I came across, uh, you know, some videos talking about what the park is like right now, like if you're mm-hmm. visiting right now, and uh, so there, there's actually a couple ride closures that I found interesting. I didn't know that there was a Shrek ride. Apparently, there is or was rather. Um, they're closing down the Shrek 4D ride. Mm-hmm. That uh, I don't <clears throat> I don't know how long it's been there, but it looked kind of new, like like it didn't look really old. At least the the outside facade um, didn't look too uh, super old. But apparently they're closing that down and um, going to put in something new. They haven't declared what it's going to be yet. But <clears throat> and then they it was built are in two thousand three. Hmm, okay. Um yeah, and then they are closing down the mummy ride uh to renovate it um and uh do a little uh tender love and care. Which uh, I was a little bummed about because I've heard that's like, you know, hey, if you're really into roller coasters uh and you're going to Universal, then you uh definitely should do the mummy. Hmm. So, um but I guess the way I'm looking at it to keep myself from getting bummed is that like, that's more time we can focus on trying to ride all the other rides. Cause there's still plenty of stuff to do. Like we want to mm-hmm. ride the Velocicoaster and we want to ride the Hulk ride and the, the other um, like big roller coaster. I, I forget what it's called. It's like, um, yeah, I, I, I can't remember. 
Um, and then of course there's everything to do in Diagon Alley and ugh, like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We might end well, up Di- Diagon doing Alley. A- the only, uh, the only attraction you have is the Gringotts, uh, ride or attraction. If you want to do like Hagrid's, uh, what do they call that? The coaster motorbike. That's over at, yeah, yeah. That's over in uh Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure we'll be able to fit everything in there. Uh, it'll just be, uh, it'll be interesting. To say the well, least. you're going to be there for a few days, aren't you? Oh yeah. Um, I mean, we, the, the way we budgeted out our time and all that is, uh, we, you know, if we need to spend a third day there, we will have the time to do so. Uh, we basically budgeted for, um, so we're going for a week and we're, we're getting there on Sunday night, going to start going to the parks on Monday. And then we are checking out and flying back on Friday. Um, and we're doing Monday and Tuesday. That's going to be all universal. And then Wednesday and Thursday, as of right now, we're just, up in the air. Um, and I, I think we're just going to play it by ear. Um, we're, we're seriously considering doing, um, Hollywood studios at Disney world for one of the, the remaining two days. Cause <clears throat> when we went for our honeymoon way back when that was definitely our favorite park. And, uh, we, we loved like the, the rock and roller coaster and the Hollywood tower of terror. Mm-hmm. And now they have, um, the, uh, galaxy's edge yeah galaxy's edge yeah so so yeah um we we definitely want to try and make that happen if we can so yeah well Well, try to keep up on the uh on the news because no kidding it's it's changing weekly it's yeah it's pretty dynamic that's uh that's what i've heard from you and uh, a lot of other people uh, you want to talk about some banned books for a minute? <laughs> 2022. Let's talk about yeah. banning books. All right. This, yeah. This, Let, this made my heading eye back twitch. to the dark. Yeah. Ah. Heading back to the dark ages. Or at least the forties. Right. Um, so. Oh, I found out for, we actually have one of these. <laughs> you own one of them? We do. I sent the link to my wife and I was like, look at that. You put it in the, in the notes. I was like, look at right. this shit. She's like, Oh my God, we have this one. It was on Which our show. Which one is it? Uh, she said it was number 13. Hang on. I have it up here. I I can't remember if I closed I, out I the got tab or not. I got you. I got you. Hang on. Number 13. Uh, Fun home. A family uh, tragic comic. This doesn't look like the one she showed me. Might just know. be we, a different. Uh, maybe we got one though. It was on here. Different title. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, the the last couple of days there's been some uh, been a lot of uh, noise surrounding this one book called Mouse. I, I believe that's how it's pronounced. I, I don't know if it's pronounced uh, uh, no, some, it. some other way. Um, I mean, it's spelled M-A-U-S. Uh, it was written by a the son of uh, two Holocaust survivors. And it's a graphic novel. I believe it was published circa 93, 94, or 92 or 93. And um, 
It was voted last week by McMinn County right here in good old Tennessee um, to 86 it from the uh, the curriculum. Uh, so I, I did a little bit of digging because I, I guess I don't know if it's because McMinn County is such a small county or because they just couldn't be bothered to talk about what county it was every article that i found just said some county in tennessee and i was like i fucking live in tennessee i want to know what county it is like is it davidson county like is it one of the big ones um and so i finally found an article that said it's mcminn county and i was like what the fuck is mcminn county i've been living here like the mo- never heard most of, of my life never heard of yeah that. um well uh trump won like 96% of the votes in this county. If that gives you an idea of the kind of people that are fucking living here. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's comment on that. <clears throat> I'm sure there's mighty fine people on both sides, um, that live in, uh, McMinn County. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but no, they, uh, so what I've gathered is that, they just voted to take it out of the teaching curriculum and required reading. I think it's still available in libraries in, in the, the school library. I, I could be wrong. I, I was, I tried to do as much reading as possible on this so I could be factually correct with regurgitating. So a cursory Google search says McMinn County board of education in Tennessee voted 10 to zero this month to ban the book mouse. The Pulitzer, Pulitzer Prize. Is it Pulitzer or Pulitzer? I don't know. Winning a graphic novel on the Holocaust due to language and nudity, but not Mm -hmm. everyone is on the same page. And then it goes into blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So they, I guess they based it on language and nudity. Yeah. um, It's like anthropomorphic nudity. I, I have not seen it personally, but like the characters in this graphic novel are the Jews are mice and the Nazis are cats. So it's this kind of like animal farm type situation, but you know, a cat and mouse kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. And, I, ha- I haven't read this book either and I'm sure it's some heavy stuff. Like, it, okay. Lindsay said she, she read it in eighth grade. <sighs> um, I don't think I did though. I, I don't recall reading this book. No, at I don't all. recall reading um, it either. I don't, <laughs> Let's be honest, the Tennessee public school education didn't serve me very well, but it doesn't serve anyone very well. I have to pick, especially I to, now. I know I have to pick my words when I say if you're banning books, you're probably the bad guy. Does that make sense? Is that putting it plain enough? If you're the it one, it makes who's, sense to me. If you're the one who's Banning books because it makes you feel a certain way about factual history. <clears throat> You're on the losing side. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> That's all. I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't go on any to, rants or, uh, to, to put it even more plain and simple. Uh, th- this is, it, it's a very striking statement to make. But when it comes down to it, it's true. The people who want to restrict reading and or ban books 
uh, that are parents, they just, they want their children to think the same as them. They don't want, they don't want their kids that they're afraid of their kids finding out about the terrible shit that their parents did and their parents did because they were probably on the wrong side of history. Like they physically blocked that black girl from going into school. Yeah. And if like, she the, was, look, there's granddad was, in the pictures. If she was mature enough to experience that your kids are mature enough to learn about history. Yeah. Um, I can't I, like, I, I'm trying so hard not to go down like a political rabbit hole. And I know, we talked about the Trump thing and blah, blah, blah. It, it is what it is. Like it doesn't need to be yeah. said. It doesn't need to be said because it's glaringly obvious at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. But I just, we're banning, we're trying to ban books from schools in 2022. And I'm wondering like, <laughs> are these the same people who are going to try to burn them in front of city hall? Like, is is it the same? Is that too much of a reach? I feel like it's exaggerating and I feel like it's dramatic, but I don't know. I I mean, what I've read about this particular instance with this book in this county, it seems like the majority of the people that wanted to uh, take it out of the teaching curriculum, they wanted their reasonings are still crap, but if you're going to play devil's advocate, it's, I don't want to say it makes sense, but it, you can kind of see where they're coming from, where, where they're coming from is like, uh, like, especially the people on the school board, the school board members were saying, like saying stuff like, you know, it, there's good teachings in it, but it's not appropriate for these students. And I was like, I was like, okay, so if we're talking about second graders, sure. Let's maybe hold Maybe off. a little heavy. <laughs> yeah. Um, mass genocide maybe a little heavy for, you know, um, kids of like seven and eight years old. This is being taught to eighth graders. <clears throat> I It's been a while since I was in eighth grade, but I do recall... That, yeah, I was reading Harry Potter. Sure. Okay. But I was also masturbating um, and dreaming of finger banging, banging girls and um, swearing up a storm. So if I had the mental and physical capacity to do all that, okay. I didn't have the physical capacity to finger bang girls. I was still okay, getting my, right. you know, all right. Um, but <laughs> I, uh, I still could mentally understand the weight of the holocaust eighth graders are fucking animals they are animals vicious animals who are fighting (laughs) in the hallways and smoking in the bathrooms they can look at an anthropomorphic nude image and try to understand factual history i'm getting worked up (laughs) getting worked up here george is getting upset (laughs) oh my god uh, yeah. Um, and in other related news, apparently there's a, a list that's building up, uh, in Texas, of <laughs> 50 banned books. Okay. Uh, and y- you read, read one of them. Yeah. I actually uh, f- 
flip through this list for a second, just yeah. reading the descriptions, and most of it was like, oh, this makes me think about my sexuality. Oh, this makes me revisit race issues. And yeah, <laughs> yeah okay, like, so... Wow. Wow. So we're going to go down this list. We're not uh, obviously not going to touch on all 50 books, but I just wanted to talk about a couple. Um, So the first one is called drama by uh, Raina. uh, Oh my God. I I am so sorry, Raina. Um, uh, You're probably not listening, but uh, her last name is spelled T E L G E M E I E R. Ooh, that's a, Okay. Anyways, so it says a parent asked administrators at the Spring Branch Independent School District in Houston to pull this graphic novel, which features gay and bisexual characters, because she claimed it might lead young students to question their sexual orientation when they don't even comprehend what that means. Um, get fucked, okay? You stupid fucking cunt. <laughs> Reel it in, David. Reel it in. <laughs> like, good. Like, you should question your sexual orientation. At least once, I questioned mine, and it did me a whole world of good. So, you know what? That person can get fucked. I don't, um, I don't know what the reasoning is. It, it's, that, it's that same argument. If my kid is exposed to the gay, it will make them gay. No, it won't. <laughs> no, no, it won't. Yeah, I don't, I don't um, okay. it, it it just gives it gives you a a pretty clear idea of their idea of how homosexuality works. Like you get it, like COVID. <laughs> well, it's the same. It's the same AIDS scare. Like you shouldn't shake hands with a person with AIDS. Like for some reason that still oh exists in the minds of people yeah it's oh my god uh <laughs> some of these people i i don't know i don't know man. um i don't know i don't know okay so we're not gonna we're not gonna go down this list because i'm uh i'm gonna get worked up and you're gonna get worked up yeah. um if uh if anyone wants we can we can post the link to this list Or just Google it. Just Google the 50 books that are trying to get banned in Texas. Of course, it's in Texas. And of course, the the one that that got uh, struck down from the curriculum is in Tennessee. That's the way we do things here is uh, one step forward, two giant fucking leaps backwards. Um, That's how we do. That's why I won't won't move back there. That's why. You're still in the South, buddy. Well, it's like a browner south. Browns? <laughs> <laughs> what are you in Brown Town? Nah, my my county's purple. It's a real, Is it's it? a real, it's a real mixed bag here. Yeah, yeah. Um, nah, I I get that. Which is why I like we're, it. Yeah, we're uh, Murfreesboro is a bit of a mixed bag too. I feel like. I mean, it's a big college town but yeah there's also um a, a lot of people that have been living here for a while you know some curmudgeons so um yeah um <sighs> shit we've already been recording for almost an hour no, I, some uh, of that was I, some of that was fodder in the beginning yeah sure um anyways you want to do shit that doesn't suck 
Yeah, sure. Minnie Mouse got a yeah. pantsuit, by the way. Oh then, shit, that's and then, right. And then people lost their minds, and then I'm just gonna leave it at that. Stupid. Did you know? Did you did you see who designed that? By the way, Minnie Mouse uh, with the pantsuit. No, it's no. Paul McCartney's daughter. Really? Yeah, I I forget her name. Um, shit, hold on, I might still have the tab up. Yeah, there we go. Um, let's see. Stella McCartney is her name. Um, let's see. In honor of the 30th anniversary of Disneyland Paris, which falls on Women's History Month in March, the character will unveil her fresh look designed by Stella McCartney, daughter of singer-songwriter Paul McCartney. So I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. And that and this whole thing came right after they took the high heels off the M&M and then a certain... I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to call this person a news anchor. I'll call them a, a fascist. <laughs> fine. This person <laughs> f- felt a certain way about that and <laughs> decided oh, to, oh. to make those opinions known. And then oh. Minnie Mouse gets a pantsuit, and the world collectively loses their minds because where my country gone? I guess. Yeah. So I came into that green M and M thing a little late. Like by the time I really was hearing about it, it it already made it to meme status. Like they were already like making fun of it. And I was like, wait, what the hell did I miss? So it's basically some news very fast. (laughs) Yeah. So it was basically some news anchor sexualized the green M&M, right? Don't call him a news anchor. It's not that. So even some guy that wanted to. He's just some guy who wanted to fuck the green M&M. I guess. I don't know. Even I, I'm, I'm trying real hard to toe this line. Even the organization that sponsors this person has said publicly that anybody that watches it should not take it seriously. This is the type of individual that they promote. <laughs> and he's sexualized a green M&M. And I have my own little conspiracy theory that this is all a distraction because I think Nestle is in some kind of lawsuit over child slavery thing. Oh my god! Of, of harvesting cocoa, yeah, it's it's weird. Oh, I, okay. I think it's all I think it's all a distraction. So, for some, for a second, I thought you were talking about child sex trafficking. I was no, like, wait no, a like second, child labor issues like harvesting okay. the cocoa and you know certain oh, countries. Oh, that, that I believe. Yeah, that 100%. I believe one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, uh, like the kids gotta earn money for the families, right? Yeah. I try not to, um, yeah, no kidding. Even in this country, it's not uncommon um, for two to three generations to be living under one roof to all bring in money. Like, that's the state of things. But yeah, tr- like Ron try- Swanson said, uh, child labor laws are ruining this country. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, shit. Okay. Um, all right. Well, shit that doesn't suck. Shit that doesn't suck. Uh, So I actually have two. So I saw, finally got a chance to see uh, The Eternals. Um, How'd you like it? It was okay. Uh, Have you seen it yet? No, but hang on. I'm going to get this for you. Hang on. I I kept Mm. this, and I knew it would come in handy. Hang on. You ready? Yes. Look at this little guy. I kept it from my kid's Happy Meal. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's... (laughs) uh, Come on, Nanciani's character. I don't know what it's called because I haven't seen the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I can't can't remember his character either. 
Um, His arms move. <laughs> look. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't that a wasn't that a uh, one of the toys in like a, a Happy Meal or something like yeah. that? Or yeah, because we get a little chicken nuggy Happy Meal, and then they gave me yeah. this little guy. Yeah, and I thought um, it was kind of just a. Like they, <laughs> it kind of <laughs> looks like him. It does look like him. They, they did a pretty good job with it. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I thought it was okay. Uh, it wasn't the best Mar- Marvel movie I've seen, but like I was actually having an interesting um, back and forth uh, Facebook thing with them. Um, one of our Patreon donors, actually, Mac, um, good friend of the show, uh, we were talking about like how it's okay for a Marvel movie to just be okay. Like, sure. They don't, they don't all have to like blow your ass out of the water. Well, they can't. They can't. And I was actually kind of disappointed because I'm such a fan of Kamal Nanjiani and his comedy and everything he does. And uh I was really hoping that this would be a a real banger for him. But yeah, whatever. I mean, like, I really liked his character in this movie. Like, he was fun, but he had, like, serious acting moments. Okay, so he he had some chops in this one because I was worried he would just be like some comedic relief and they were going to make it just weird. No, he so uh, have you seen uh, I haven't seen this movie, um, The Big Sick. Have you seen that by chance? No, Um, it was a pretty big movie. I think it was either last year or 2020, maybe Um, The Big Sick. But uh, apparently he's really good in that. and, And I think that's. Hmm. I, I believe it's more of a dramedy maybe, but hmm. um, I, I think he got a chance to display his acting chops in that one as well. Okay. Um, and then I got to see the new scream movie. I don't know if they're, I don't think they're calling it scream five. I think they're just calling it scream, which is kind of weird, but uh, whatever the case may be, it's the, the fifth installation in uh, the, the scream franchise. And that one was also pretty good. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. I got to go see it with a couple friends that, um, are huge fans of the franchise. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and I'm just like, uh, eh, okay. Like, you know, I, if I'm going to go see a slasher, it's, uh, I, I like some supernatural elements. Like Jason is probably my favorite just because it's so ridiculous. Um, yeah. but yeah, this, this one was actually pretty good. Uh, I liked it. So. Yeah, hmm. those are uh, those are my picks for this week. What you got? Uh, as far as new stuff, nothing new. I I've been trying to get caught up on Book of Boba Fett. Um, I saw that Ozark, which is on my list, is like ninety three, ninety four percent Rotten Tomato score, and everybody's talking about that. Yeah, so I, I got I got to get into that. Have you started that yet? Yep, I uh, I binge that pretty okay. quickly i i think i spread it out maybe over a week or so uh just because I, I didn't want to watch it all at once i wanted to spread it out a bit but yeah it's it's pretty fucking good yeah i, I gotta get into that um still rolling hard with um righteous gemstones i told you about that one last time it's getting yeah, saw... it's getting wild um yeah yeah nice nuisance yeah, I, is very I, good yeah and i'm still keeping up with my trash tv uh Real Housewives, Salt Lake City. <laughs> Still doing that. So. It always cracks me up every time you bring it up. <laughs> New Housewives. I like it. Everyone's I like it. yeah. Everyone's got a got got. It, everyone is entitled to some trash TV 
Uh, other other than that, my days are mostly spent with uh, YouTube videos about Disney because I'm itching to get back. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Did I tell you about that one trash TV show that I liked uh, from a long time ago? It was like maybe uh, mid to late. 20 or 2000s i think it was called like daddy boot camp or something uh, did you ever know i have no idea what that, that is i think it only ran for maybe a season or two if that uh but it, it was on either vh1 or mtv but is basically all these baby mamas and their baby daddies who are just like worthless pieces of shit and they okay. they basically okay. just put them through this boot camp trying to get them ready for fatherhood and it was so fucking funny like they had each couple put together like a bookshelf from ikea to practice like patience and like working on something together it was so fucking funny (laughs) and then like they have this big like humongous yard sale where that all the girls picked out um stuff that they thought the guys really didn't need that they could sell to get to buy stuff for their baby and this one dude he like he had all these like really expensive designer clothes like $200 t-shirts like mm-hmm. ridiculously priced clothes and um <laughs> like i don't i think that the way that they did it was that the girls got to go in and grab their shit while they were off doing something else. So the dudes like show mm-hmm. up to the yard sale and they see all their shit like being sold off <laughs> and like they flip the fuck out. It was just, Oh my, it was so good. Um, it, it's funny to me because I am not a piece of shit father. Uh, I'm there for my kids. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I wasn't a dad at the time, but you know, I knew that from, you know, even at that time I was going to show up. So, uh, so yeah. All right. Well, um, you, you ready to put a little, uh, put a pretty little yeah. bow on this. Zach? Put a bow on it. Leave it in, leave it in, leave it in. But it's, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to uh, this episode of the geek garage podcast. Make sure you go subscribe, leave us, leave us a rating and review where applicable, which is basically Spotify and Apple Music and Stitcher, I believe. Um, go check out our Etsy shop, uh, Geek Garage Gear. Um, I make all kinds of cool uh, nerd and geek inspired tumblers. Um, Zach over there is rocking a Dunkin' Idaho one in the form mm-hmm. of a Dunkin' Donuts logo, which is pretty cool and pretty funny. I think it's pretty fucking funny. Um, Use it every day. Anyways, yeah, you're goddamn right you do. Um, anyways, uh, be kind, stay geeky, eat lots of cheesecake. Uh, Bye bye. Goodbye. I'm going to go figure out where this fucking music's coming from. 